we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition for the love of music right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest, or repeat guest, his third time with us, is Michel Pascal. You have to go back and listen to the other shows. You will take spiritual flight. Um, he's just one of those beautiful guru monks uh, that is... Ah, oh, it just transcends oh. you into another level altogether. So it I am not is. Oh, uh, well, you, you studied with the monks, but you can, you know, maybe yes. the guru is something uh, we, you know, you are an inspirer, no. and people look at gurus as inspirers. So <laughs> he must be the guru of our life. Right, right. So. But how you're doing it this time is is through music. Um, you you know you did this wonderful piece with Earth, Wind, and Fire with some uh, with a, uh, one of the musicians from Earth, Wind, and Fire, it uh, which you did at Carnegie Hall, which was beautiful. It is such beautiful music. If you want to kind of switch off to the world and tune into your beautiful divine spirit, this is the one to listen to, and it will really just take you outside of your human self and ignite your heart and soul. And uh, he. Did did that back in 2016 and um he's uh, now got something else on that is totally and utterly different you ganandan dance um it is a, a music a spiritual musical that is coming the world premiere is coming november 17th and uh, in los angeles at the biltimore and i have all the information here it's narrated by temple hayes which i had michelle and temple hayes on together too which was beautiful um and you know he's an internationally acclaimed spirit and meditation teacher composer singer and uh, and and now has this beautiful new show coming up and the celebration of yogananda which we're going to be finding out what that is it's an indian spiritual guru i'm not even going to pronounce his name can you pronounce the name for me michelle yogananda yes yogananda, no. uh, the, the name of the show is yogananda it's a musical to celebrate yogananda the famous indian guru mm-hmm. yogananda was the first uh, who came from india to america in 1920 21 and he brought meditation, Kriya Yoga. is the, the pioneer, I will say, of the wellness and the meditation in America. And you've uh, even got these little movies together, which you're showing people hip hop dancing and uh, and then pictures of like him speaking, but it's your song kind of coming out of his mouth. And, uh, and you're playing with so many different artists as well, which is, you know, totally changing it up from what you did before. So let's take this journey. Uh, as I said, please go back and listen to the other shows. We did one with Christina Hill and we really did go very deep into the spiritual world there. That was really transcending. Um, but let's find out from Michelle today. Why this genre? Why this music? What was it about the street music? What was it about hip hop? Was it about Yuganadan? Um, about his message that you mixed with the hip hop? You know why? 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 Why, Michelle? <laughs> 
I, you will be surprised by the answer. It is very special. Mm -hmm. um, when the idea of the show about Yogananda came, my first question as director, composer, singer was how can we create a song to embrace everyone for the meditation? A song to celebrate the yoga, the wellness, the Reiki, the, the meditation, mm. to celebrate everyone who practice a spiritual activities. How can we make a song like that? And it's crazy. Suddenly in my mind came back um, uh, Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. In 1998, I met Michael mm -hmm. in Paris. Michael was on tour and he wanted to meet spiritual artists on tour. And I was the artist chosen in Paris. So I have this private meeting during one hour with Michael. And I remember we were talking about spiritual groove shamanic groove. Mm. So suddenly, a few months ago, when I was on my keyboard and thinking about the show, came mm. souvenir, the soul of Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And like to start a bit like a bit like that. And I felt like Michael, if yeah. you can say, or channeling through, soul, channeling, like <laughs> yes. Michel, record, come on, come on. <laughs> I took my microphone, I plug on my Mac, and I start to sing, and immediately the song was done in mm -hmm. one minute. Yes. And I open one of the books of Yogananda, and I say, Yogananda, guide me for the keywords. And in the book, it was written, we must meditate, affirm, and believe we are son of God. Mm -hmm. And each word fit perfectly mm -hmm. on the melody, on the beat. Mm -hmm. So I record this song to combine naturally hip-hop, Indian music, spirituality, like really a sort of pure channeling, you know, yes. you really understand that there is no why. There is just do it. Yes, that is the why. <laughs> just do son, it. <laughs> you have to do son, it. <laughs> when my son is very young, listens the song, he say, oh, daddy, I have some friends in hip hop music in, in America. Let me send to them the song. I say, okay, why not? Mm -hmm. My surprise was after we have seven newspapers in hip-hop magazine like hip-hop billboard magazine etc and they wrote we love this song it's a sort of spiritual hip-hop it's mm -hmm. an i was not at all expected that and the song today yoga and dance on youtube we have more than twenty six thousand views mm -hmm. a lot of comments amazing and it build up every day every day so Maybe Yoganan dance will become a success. No one knows. But the things that we know and that I want to share with you, Sarah, because you know that this is your teaching also. Mm -hmm. At the moment we stop to think, poof, the yeah. intuition can come. Oh, and the yes. intuition guide us on the perfect way. We don't need to think, we need to feel. Exactly. So suddenly we feel and 
we are, I remember I have goosebumps in the studio. And I said, <laughs> no way, no way, this song. I, I you know, I 100%, as you know, agree with the, you know, uh, don't think it, feel it, or feel it to know it. You know, the wisdom to the knowledge. Uh, when we have the wisdom of what it is we're feeling, then we know which knowledge is relevant in that time to act on it. Right. So everything is channeled. Everything comes to us, through us, for us. And if we just get out of our ego intellect and allow, right, then it just comes through our, our real truth, a real purpose. And we are present. And when we're present in the now and we allow and everything to come to us, we don't have to dictate what it's for, who it's for, what it should be. It just is. It becomes something that it is meant to be because we have got out of the way and allowed it to be. And that is the best type of essence and the best type of creation we can have. And it's very special because the day after I start to try these songs uh, on the prisoners of Los Angeles. I direct the meditation program since eight years mm -hmm. on the prisoners of Los Angeles. At the moment I start to sing this song, all the guys were dancing, singing the song. I said, oh my gosh. It hit like soul. It hit the spirit. A few yeah. days after, a few days after, Sarah, I was praying in Mount Washington. You know, Mount Washington mm -hmm. in LA, this is a place where Yogananda was living during mm -hmm. 20 years. And I really say, Yogananda, guide me. I need to write the script of this musical. The night after, I really felt his guidance and I wrote the script in one hour. Yeah. All the script was written one shot. Yeah. And the more I was writing, the more I visualized Temple I saw Temple mm. as an amazing actress mm -hmm. to play the character of the narrator of the yes. show. I have uh, directed Temple in the film with Deepak Chopra, Never mm -hmm. Alone, and Temple made me cry. She's yes. an amazing spiritual leader like you. Uh, I, I feel a familiarity be between <laughs> Temple and you. You are like I've had Temple on Temple Haze on a few times here, and yes, it's another one that we just mm, you know flow, just completely get amazing. into flow. Yes, yeah. And, uh, the thing is, I felt Temple as a genius actress. Mm -hmm. So I call her. I said, Temple, I know this is crazy that I will propose to you. Do you want to be the main actress <laughs> of the musical of Yoga Honda? She said, OK, let's do that. <laughs> well, the first rehearsal that we made, she makes me cry mm -hmm. because she plays the character of a nomeless who is living in downtown LA. But this homeless discover Yogananda, discover meditation, discover God, the force of the prior, and this homeless becomes successful. She mm. gets a job. So it's a sort of successful homeless story. Yes, yes. Uh, this is uh, really special. But Temple, when she played the character, oh my gosh, Sarah, I say, Wow, what mm -hmm. a force, what a joy, what an emotion. So uh, 
people will really feel that on stage for the show. And of course, there is the famous musician of Earth, Wind and Fire. Yes. On stage. There is Myron McKinley, the music director of the show. Myron is the music director of Earth, Wind and Fire. Mm -hmm. It's many years. Seriously, I have never seen musicians like that on stage. Yeah. For me, they are the best. They are so generous. They are the virtuos, but more than that, they are shaman. Mm -hmm. When they play, wow, they, they open the third eyes. You are in God in one second. <laughs> I grew up with them um, and, you know, their music. And it was always something for me that, you know, when they came on or when I played them, it took you to another place. And, yeah. you know, sometimes it's hard being a human being. You know, it's sometimes it's hard living as a, as a human person, but when you step into your spirit and there's certain people that know how in the music to ignite that spirit, switch it on for you, recenter you, yes. you know, realign you and you, you're coming back home home to yourself to your beautiful spiritual self where that channeling and that all that presence of what you need to know in the moment you know and it's music is something that is such a wonderful vehicle for recentering us for for opening up our hearts and our souls for us to listen to that divine source for us to connect with the soul wisdom and music is a way of calming the body down, getting into flow, getting into rhythm, so that we can actually understand the message that is coming through us. And instead of arguing with it with our intellect and trying to verify, justify, everything elseify, we just allow. We just allow that wisdom to come through us. And then we understand why it's there afterwards. But if we let the brain get in the way, the brain will dictate us out of the rhythm. So we have to let the soul dance and take us into the rhythm so we can be in flow of the wisdom. This is the goal of this musical, mm -hmm. it's to sing, to pray, to meditate, to dance, to celebrate the life of Yogananda, his message. And we have the blessing, the amazing blessing to have Michael Beckwith in the show. Michael will lead all the opening meditation and Sister Jenna, she will lead all the closing meditation. Mm -hmm. And we have also the family of Yogananda, mm. his great nephew, Sujan Data, comes specially from Canada to Los Angeles for the world premiere, November 17. Sujan is the blood of Yogananda. Sujan is the memory, the family of Yogananda. So Sujan is an exceptional spiritual person. He really feels his grand uncle. Mm. So he will bless all the audience. Mm -hmm. So it will be so beautiful. And we have also for the meditation during the show, my really my spiritual family, Yogi Cameron, Yogini Jema. They are so profound. When they guide the meditation, wow. So it's a show very spiritual with exceptional spiritual leader, but incredible musician mm -hmm. and dancer. Yes. When we talk about a musical, we talk about choreography, dancer. In the show, we have my sister, Sonia Ohm. Sonia, she comes from the Alvin Alley Ballet mm -hmm. from New York City, and uh, she's an 
an incredible dancer because she combines hip hop, Afro jazz, oh, yoga, Reiki, uh, mm -hmm. classical. She blends something absolutely unique in the world with her amazing body. She is a star on stage. So oh, I'd love to see that. She at Carnegie Hall many times. She is amazing dancer mm -hmm. on stage. Amazing dancer. Wonderful. And you know, people, you know, it, it's I often refer to our first show, I often refer to people about being the mountain amongst the chaos, uh, how you take people into Times Square and amongst all the chaos, you know, being centered, being the silence, being the peace. And, uh, you know, I've often referred to that in shows is that a lot of people think meditation has to be done in silence uh, and just peace oh. around you. Well, you know, that's all very well. But what do you do when the chaos is around you? How do you find that peace within you then? And no, that's all, the all importance, the isn't it? Masters, all the Tibetan masters, every Tibetan master since 5,000 years explain that meditation means integration. Mm -hmm. It means uh, in Tibetan etymology, as I learned in my life in a monastery, meditation doesn't mean at all to be like that in a lotus position. Yes. In etymology, Tibetan etymology or Sanskrit etymology, meditate means I train my mind, I transform my mind in my daily life. Mm -hmm. Yes. You see the difference between the cliché of a posture yeah. and the authenticity of meditation. And again, if you go to meditate on the beach, it's beautiful. Yeah. We need that. This is wonderful, but it's not enough. No. Because when you go back to the traffic, mm -hmm. when you go back to the workplace, to the conflict, to the busy life, where is your meditation? Right. So I will right say back in the chaos. I will say <laughs> if you want to feel less stress in your daily stressful life, you must meditate in your daily stressful life, not mm -hmm. outside, mm -hmm. but inside. This is exactly what say the authentic Tibetan master. It's taking that deep breath, aligning your chakras to align. Everything about your body and your posture becomes more erect. And taking that deep breath and as you exhale, just being present. Meditation is about being present, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But the question exactly it's to be present in our daily life mm. i mean to be present when our life is difficult yes how can we meditate when we do our taxes <laughs> how can we it's <laughs> 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 you know, Sarah, how can we meditate in a conflict? Yeah. When someone is unkind. Yes. How can we meditate when we have too much things to do every day? So for me, the question is not if we need to meditate. Of course, we need to meditate. The question is how to meditate. Yeah. Because... For example, I can share with you something amazing. A few years ago, a prisoner said to me, Michel, if you say to us 
take a deep breath, be focused on your breath. You are not respectful. You don't realize our life is difficult. Just you copy paste your old map of meditation to our world. You don't see the reality. And these prisoners made me cry. Mm -hmm. I said to him, this is exactly what said the Tibetan master. This is exactly that okay. I try to adapt to our modern world. Meditation is not a posture. Yes. It is an attitude. Yes. Yoga doesn't mean to have a flexible body. Mm -hmm. Yoga means to be in union with God. Mm -hmm. But in America, yoga becomes you know beautiful girls on instagram stretching the body they, they want to become acrobat for cirque du soleil right yes it can be great cirque du soleil they need a lot of acrobat but this is not yoga no. this is not meditation this is blabla blablatation <laughs> it's not meditation I, when i say blabla blabla it's something not efficient Right. We talk for nothing. So blah, blah. So we talk. We talk for nothing. Yes, because if you go to practice the flexibility of your body facing a lake, or if you go to meditate in the nature, but after when you go back to your stressful life, you have a sort of um, spiritual depression suddenly there is a sort of yo-yo effect mm -hmm. and like that you build the absolutely wrong perception of meditation you are sure oh there is a place i can be quiet i do my yoga i do my meditation and there is another place in the traffic in my taxis in my conflict at the workplace oh my gosh i am stressed so like that when we develop this attitude, we do exactly the opposite mm -hmm. of what explain all the Tibetan master. I invite you to open any book about Buddhism written by an authentic Tibetan master. Every Tibetan master explain meditation means integration, mm -hmm. not to compartmentalize. Right. Compartmentalize mm -hmm. between, oh my, I have my class of meditation, um, and my yoga. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> Hurry my... up, meditation. I haven't got all day. Yes. <laughs> exactly. exactly. In, in America, we, we transform the meditation as a folklore. Mm -hmm. the yoga as a sort of folklore. I remember in New York City, I have given conferences at Google with my friend uh, Sri Dharma Mitra, the famous yoga master of New York City. Sri Dharma Mitra has 100 and 100 centers in the world, uh, the Dharma centers. He is around 86, but he's super sharp. He's an authentic yoga master. He's really exceptional. And people at Google were very surprised when he said, yoga, it's not a posture. Mm -hmm. It's an attitude of life. Yes. Meditation is the same. It's not because you are like that facing a lake yeah. that you will be calm in the traffic. Mm -hmm. It's good to be calm with a lake, but it is more important to be calm in the subway of New York. Yeah. Uh, when I give retreat, I give retreat in Nepal. 
but I give retreat in Times Square. Mm -hmm. I, I train the Uber drivers, for example, of LA, uh, at the rush hour on the freeway. The class for the Uber drivers, this is at the free, on the freeway. Um, I train people for Data Manor, the company of data for Netflix. Uh, we have a show, a daily show, at the workplace, facing the computer. Mm -hmm. When I switch on my computer, how can I calm my mind? And, for example, to talk quietly in our daily life, it is a wonderful practice mm -hmm. to meditate. Mm -hmm. Because when we talk quietly, we breathe between yes. the words. There is silence. In America, I was uh, surprised when I came from my monastic life to listen the speed of the talk. Hey, how yes. are you and this and that? And that, and that. So uh, to slow down the brain, yeah. to slow down the mind, when you talk quietly, slowly, deliberately, mm -hmm. you listen mm -hmm. to silence. Yeah. You listen the person between yes. the words. The most important, it's not what the person says, yeah. it's what the person doesn't say, but that you can feel. This is like in music. Yes. I love when Carlos Santana, he says all the time, when I play a note, for me the most important, it's not the note, it's the silence after the note. Yes. The resonance. Yes. Yes. So it's, it, it's, quietly, it's... for example, it's a wonderful practice. Mm. everyone can do with no effort right I, you know it's back to you know what I'm always saying about being in flow of life being in rhythm you know if we're blah, 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 where's the rhythm where's the flow there is no pause it's one word after the other and but when you're in the rhythm of life and you allow the words to dance and the words are coming from the heart, they're coming from the spirit, they have a, an undercurrent of whisper in them. And that it's in that whisper that is the subliminal message, right? But if we are in such a hurry, then we miss the whisper, we miss the flow, we miss the rhythm. And it's in that rhythm that people become engaged. It's in that flow that they lean forward wanting to know more. Because it's in the whisper that you have captured their heart, that you've opened their soul, and then they start to really hear what you're truly saying. To talk quietly, this is meditation. Mm -hmm. This is to meditate. Mm -hmm. We take our time. And it's interesting because the more we talk quietly, the more we have energy. Yes. Because the more we talk fast, the more we are tired at the yeah. end of the day. Each word creates a mental picture, mm -hmm. a cognitive process, a neurochemical mm -hmm. reaction in every cell of your body. So when we talk fast, we pop, 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 pop all the time. So at the end of the day, we are exhausted. Yes. <laughs> and of course, during the night, the problem keeps going on. The brain is still in overactivity. Yes. So when we wake up, we cannot remember our dream. 
when we wake up, we are tired. So it's a infernal machine. You're always in the race. And it's very interesting to, to see when we are in America, when we go on stage, for example, we must have an amazing energy. We must explode the energy on stage. Mm. But the more we are calm yeah. in our daily life, the more the energy is very powerful on stage. I want to give you an example of that. I was very, I love Michael Beckwith a lot. I was very impressed by Michael. We have performed at Carnegie Hall together. Mm -hmm. I was very impressed. Michael arrived at the rehearsal at the sound check. So quiet. Hello, Michelle, how are you? Oh, hello, Reverend Michael, how are you? Okay, tell me, Michelle, at what time I go on stage? Okay, Michael, 8 p.m. Okay, so quiet. Calm. He arrive on stage. Yeah. Hey, you won't believe me. Wow. He I was know. storing the energy, ready to come out. Yes. So it's a good example because in, uh, in our life, we need a lot of energy. Yes. We need to be active. We need to be productive, creative. But the more we calm the mind, and again, to talk slowly, to talk quietly, as we talk in a monastery, for example, suddenly you keep the energy. Mm -hmm. And the energy is like a volcano. So yes. at the moment you say go, <clears throat> yeah. the energy can explode. But it comes from the fact that we we calm the mind, that yeah. we meditate. Meditation, so it's an attitude. Mm -hmm. It's an attitude. Of And that. a practice. You know, um, I'm always referring to our journey in life, our spiritual journey in life of discovering what our instrument is. And then learning to play our instrument, really connecting with that instrument. And then finding that orchestra to join, where each one in their own strength creates a, synth a symphony of connection, of harmony that transcends each one of them individually. But that orchestra is only as strong as the individual, as the individual instrument. So it is important when we look at talking about the whole and being one and being a part of something that we come with our own beautiful gift and know how to use our gift and you know when you watch an orchestra tune up they're centered and they're just tuning up getting in sync with their instrument then out comes the orchestra the beautiful silence everybody's waiting And then there it starts and you start dancing with it. And it is so beautiful because you are having all of those beautiful gifts dancing together, creating a harmony that lifts you up and takes you on a ride, takes you on a journey. And at the end of it, the whole feeling that you have is of exuberance and just <sighs> feeling wonderful, feeling spent but feeling rejuvenated feeling loved feeling a part of something and i think when we have when we can find our orchestra in life when we perfect our instrument to a point where we can join that orchestra in life and we play together in harmony by embracing each other's strengths 
we are the solution the word the world needs we are the music that the world needs but we must first understand our own gift what is our own gift how do we be silent with ourselves at peace with ourselves how do we pause and become present to know what our gift is because a society we're too busy chasing rather than being the question is uh, deep because i can share with you just my own experience mm -hmm. with the prisoners with many companies etc i will say we cannot meditate by ourselves mm -hmm. at, at the beginning we cannot calm our mind by yourself. We need to be tuned yes. in an orchestra yeah. with a teacher. But the meditation teacher must be what he say. As a meditation teacher, we must be calm. Mm -hmm. We cannot share peace if we are not at peace. My Rinpoche uh, and the Tibetan master above my head say all time to me, meditation, it's not a technique. It is a transmission yes. of energy. So the teacher transmits his energy to the student. The teacher tunes the students on a calming vibration. And immediately, oof, you feel like that. But the hoof, this is the key. Mm -hmm. Because when we put electrodes on the brain, we see that at the moment you release your tension, you decrease the cortisol, yes. hormone of the stress, and you upgrade the serotonin, yeah. the hormone of wellness. So every cell of our body as we know, is connected to the frontal cortex. So every cells of our body receive the serotonin. The serotonin goes in our stomach, in our liver, in our kidney, in our toes, in our blood, etc. And this is like that, that we replace the addiction of the cortisol yeah. by the addiction of the peace. Mm -hmm. Especially when we are guided in a stressful place. I have all the time the example when I teach in Times Square. Many people say, Michel, you are crazy. Times Square is so stressed. <laughs> but I say to them, make the experience in your life. Yes. To be calm in the middle of the storm. Uh -huh. Immediately, your brain will never forget and you shift the perception. I will say something funny, Sarah, but it's like my Times Square becomes my monastery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My train in New York, my traffic in the big cities, my taxis, my conflict, my workplace, all the difficult situations become our opportunities to calm the mind to calm the mind with no effort, no exercise. Mm -hmm. When you know, for example, the last uh, study of Microsoft, Microsoft published a study a few months ago, they say that in America, the attention of an American person is 
less than a goldfish in an aquarium. Mm. Less than seven seconds. Wow. And online, less than three seconds. Yeah, I know. How can we say to someone who have no attention, mm -hmm. be focused on your breath? You, you see? Yeah. It, it cannot work. It's like if They're in the fast lane. someone paralyzed uh, in a wheelchair, my friend, let's go to run in Central Park. I cannot run. I am paralyzed. Yes, let's go to run. But I cannot. You see, so this is the reason why uh, I will say to, to follow what you say, Sarah, beautiful about the orchestra. We cannot talk to someone's stress. No. The person is unable to listen. Yes. But if we cannot talk, we can tune. Yes. The person's stress. I agree. So I immediately, oh, poof. Yeah. Person release the tension and feel better. This is this new approach of meditation that we developed now since 10 years in America. Mm. It reminds me of a movie 2007 called August Rush. And it was about a child who had been taken from his parents and been told that he was dead. And he knew he would see them again and he knew he would do it through music. And he could hear the wind and the corn from this orphanage. Um, when you got to the city in New York, the cars driving, driving over the grates, the horns, everything became music to him. And he started conducting it and putting it together. So when he was amongst the chaos, he created a rhythm. He created a symphony, a music that became alive and not an irritant, became something he incorporated in the flow of his life. It became something that was a, a stem of his creation, of what he created. And I think that is if we change our perception to what irritates us, change the frequency on it to have something that enlightens us or inspires us or ignites us that we would hear things and see things in a different light yogananda say all time he said that in 1926 we need to develop an active calmness yes in 1926, yes. Sarah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. The visionary of Yogananda. Yeah. yeah. An active calmness. Yes. Is what we need to do. You know, I was saying before the show that um, sometimes, like the other day, I had nine shows last week. And uh, so, you know, in putting all the editing together and putting everything together, it, that is bit, sometimes can be a bit of the doldrums on the, the side of what I do. And I played your music from Carnegie Hall. Um, and it was just the whole time just playing it. And I was out of mind. My mind was robotically doing what it needed to do because it knew what to do. And I just let it do that while the rest of me just, hmm enjoyed the music and just transcended and we don't realize how we actually can do the everyday life things and still be in that beautiful space where you know i'm ah just listening i'm just flowing with you i'm just riding that beautiful cloud and wave and ocean and universe with you and and yet my mind is just busy active doing everything it needs to do <laughs> 
I will say we cannot survive in our world today if we don't calm the mind. Yeah. We cannot survive. No. We cannot love. Well, that's why we have so much more stress. There's so much anxiety and depression in the world right now. How can we love? Yes. Stress? How can we be grateful right. if we are stressed? How right. can we have project friends? How can we enjoy our, our dogs, our cats, our yes. family, our flowers? How do we see possibilities? How do we see opportunities? How do we see joy? If we're constantly in a state of, of stress and anger and, and depression, because that crunches us. That makes yes. us small. It tightens and, everything up. And the, the question for me is not if we need to meditate, it's mm -hmm. how to meditate. Yes. How can we calm our mind mm -hmm. in the difficult situation? Yes. Again, not how can I calm my mind in a quiet place, right. but in a stressful place. This is the main question. I see many people, they spend a lot of money to go in a resort, uh, meditation, spa, essential oil, yoga, whenever. It's beautiful. If you are rich, it's beautiful. <laughs> no, I mean, I can give you a lot of, I have a lot of addresses. If you need to spend money for nothing, I can give you a lot of things. But if you are not in this case, mm -hmm. you are rich. And if you feel stress in your daily life, you realize that when you go back from your resort, a few days, a few minutes after, you are stressed again. Yes. Why? Because you have not given to your brain the good information. Mm -hmm. You have educated your brain, lacks, uh, like the reflex of Pavlov for dogs. Mm -hmm. Oh, there is my resort to be calm and there is my daily life to be stressed. Yes. This is the point of the suffering. We suffer because we are educated with the wrong concept of meditation. We forget what say all the Tibetan masters. It's an attitude. Mm. It's to integrate the practice in our daily life. When you are going to start your performance that you know, they, they, everybody's in their own process before they get on that stage. And then the audience is being chitty-chatty, and then it is quiet. And there's that lapse in that moment. And then each of the performers comes on and does their thing. When a performer is performing, they're in meditation. They're in channel. They're in truth. They're in spirit. They're aligned. They are it. There is nothing else outside of that world other than the presence of what they're doing in that moment. Of course. It's interesting what you say, because when we start concert at Carnegie Hall or every concert, like at Yoga and Dance, we start with a silence. Yes. And it's interesting that you talk about that because I remember Michael Jackson was talking to me about that mm -hmm. in 1998. I remember he said to me, when I go on stage, when I arrive on stage, first, a few seconds, silence. Yeah. After, let's do. But yeah. before, silence, mm -hmm. pause. Present. To calm the mind. Yes. Oof. To enjoy. It's the same in a monastic life. When we have a lunch, for example, before to eat, 
we bless, but we bless with silence. Mm -hmm. It's not a blessing to repeat some mantra whenever, because we can repeat what we want. The most important, this is the silence. When you don't talk before to eat, trust me, you enjoy the taste. Food itself is like a symphony. When you are present with the food and you truly, all that is in front of you and with you right now is the food and every morsel that you put into your mouth is a musical instrument that is playing its chord. That food is ah, a symphony all on its own. It's the same. I will say we can take some micro retreat in silence during the day. Uh, when we eat, before to eat, before to take our coffee, uh, when we switch on our computer, when we switch on our phone, etc. It's amazing if you take one minute or just a few seconds in silence, you go back to your soul, mm -hmm. you go back to God. Why people commit suicide today every 40 seconds? Suicide comes from depression yeah. from stress when we are stressed we are grumpy we are tired we become depressed and we want to die Why? despair despair yes. we are disconnected yes from god all the message of yogananda and i adore yogananda it's to invite us to be reconnected mm -hmm. to be reconnected when i say god as you know sarah we don't say god like eh, like yes, that. yes. But, God, we, universe, spirit, energy, exactly. source, whatever you wish to call it. Yes, it's just yeah, been titled under God. Yeah. I, I love what you say, Sarah. Everyone has his own yes. world. Yes. It can be a light, it can be Moises, it can yes. be Mother Nature, whenever. Everyone has his own words yeah. to describe something mm -hmm. no one can describe. Right. Yes. So, but. It is the message of Yogananda all time to say, if you take care of your connection with God, you will be happy. Yeah. Be healthy. You will rediscover your life. Uh, a few weeks ago, a journalist said to me, Michel, we live in a world very difficult, very violent. There is a war, there is this and that. Are you optimist? I say, yes, because when you calm your mind mm -hmm. immediately yes oh we are the peace <laughs> you live in a better world yes i think people have got to stop chasing love chasing peace we are the love we are the peace if we want to bring peace and love to the world we must be that love and peace we are the solution Absolutely. I love what you say, my Sarah. We are the solution. We are. So but also the problem. But, you know, let's feed the solution. It's the same. <laughs> but I love what you say, Sarah. This is not we have the solution. Yeah. No one can say that. Me, for example, what I have developed today about meditation, it's one of the solutions. Yes. But there are many different yes. solutions according to the culture. You know, Sarah, we were talking about the food. It's the same if I say, me, Sarah, I love only French food. But you say, Michel, there is sushi, there is Italian food, yes. there is Morocco food, yes. there is France. So this is not we have the solution. This is 
we are the solution. Yes, we are. Beautiful what you say. And I will say, uh, we are the responsibility. Ah, Every person that absolutely. Is a responsibility. For ourselves. When we go to sing on stage, every mm. note, every mm -hmm. note, Sarah, it is a responsibility. It is. To touch the soul of the person, to calm the yes. mind. Every session, every interview. I don't give a podcast for you, Sarah, today. No. I try to give all my love to you. All my love to all the people who will listen your talk show. You're being present. This is exactly your words are medicine, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Your words are medicine. We are the solution. We are the responsibility. Yes. When we go in a Starbucks, when you ask your coffee, you have a responsibility mm -hmm. to calm the person at the cashier because maybe she's stressed, she doesn't make a lot of money, she has problems, she has kids, she pays taxi, she arrives at Starbucks every morning at 7 a.m. for a long day. When we say to this person, I would like a cappuccino with almond milk, please. How's your day? How's your day? Yes. How are you? Thank you so much for your coffee. God Don't worry, it's going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sarah, you will laugh. Nine years ago, when I arrived in LA, I go to a supermarket, Ralph, to buy my groceries. And the woman at the cashier, she said to me, hello, how are you? Wow. I said, she asked me how I am. In France, no one does that. <laughs> I've never heard that in a supermarket. I said to this girl, you are so kind. How I am? I am okay today. And you? And she said, this is my job to ask how are you? I said, thank you. After, she put my groceries in a bag. I said, wow, thank you so much. In France, go to any supermarket. No one will take care of your groceries in a bag. And she took care to put the eggs at the bottom of the bag to don't break. To... And at the end, Sarah, she said, have a good day. God bless you. Oh, God bless you. No way. How are you? Take care of my groceries. This girl, she's a saint. Look what she did for your day. And she said, I do my job. But I said, do you realize what a beautiful mantra you repeat to me? Mm -hmm. Many people say, oh, what is your favorite mantra? My mantra is, how are you? Mm -hmm. How are you, Sarah? Mm -hmm. How are you in the Starbucks? How are you? Each people, person that we meet, we are the solution. Caring. The responsibility. When yes. we talk to someone, we must calm the mind of the person. We must talk quietly. We must be present. Yes. Each person that we meet. When I was with my Rinpoche, my Tibetan master, I remember I said to him, Rinpoche, help me to don't forget that. Can you give me a key, an advice to don't forget to be present? Say yes, Michel. In Buddhism, we give all times the same teaching. Think about the death. Mm. Think about your death. Yeah. 
think about the death of the person that you talk. This person at Starbucks can die today. You can die today. Exactly. The more we think about the death, the more we are present. The more we appreciate our coffee at Starbucks. Yes. I had a wonderful gentleman yesterday who's got a wonderful program out there called Reset It. And it's about resetting ourselves. And you know, I've always had a blockage around money. I had 50 lifetimes of a vow of poverty. And you know, it's kind of a different situation in this lifetime. I need a, <laughs> a little money to survive. And so he uh, de you know, donated to me his time. And, you know, and he said, now, I know that you know how to be present, Sarah. But he said, your conditioned mind wants to keep pulling you back. And it's the words in the, the how you say them have this connotation. Even though your spirit doesn't mean that, the words are meaning that, and that's where the conflict is. So just as it is, is be present in the day, but it also be present in our words. What words are we really using? Are they being detrimental? Are, are we saying it in a tone of disbelief? Is there an undercurrent meaning in, that, in those words that is sabotaging your presence? And I think if we could be mindful not only of our presence with other people, but our presence with ourselves and what we say to ourselves about ourselves. Uh, I think we would learn then to be more present with ourselves at ease. But I, I fully agree with what you say. Of course, there is no debate. You say the truth, Sarah. And if we go deeper, as a meditation teacher, I will say the question is not if we need to be present, but how can we be? Present? Yes. Especially when our brain is running all the time. When we are unable to be focused on our mm. brain. When we are unable, as the prisoners say to me. This is the reason why we create this new approach of meditation mm -hmm. with no exercise, no effort no concentration. It's totally different because, again, how can we calm the mind if mm -hmm. we are stressed? Yeah. So for that, we need to be tuned. We need to be guided with a teacher. I have my app, Mind Dive app. It's free. All the prisoners, they use this app in LA. And just you click on the app and the practice comes to you, the audio comes to you to calm the mind with no effort, no exercise. It's like and a reset. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The question is not if we need to reset, the question is how to reset. Yes. It's totally different approach. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the same when Yogananda was saying, don't pray to God, pray in God. Mm. The same when Saint Therese of Lisieux, she said to the novices, stop to talk about God, be in God. Yes. So our world has changed. Mm. Our wellness approach must also change. When you see the reality of our world today, again, how can you say to someone stressed, take a deep breath? Yeah. Explain to me. Mm -hmm. The person is unable to listen. The person is unable to make an effort. And when we ask an effort to this person, we ask exactly what the person is unable to do, mm -hmm. to make an effort, to be focused. 
because every emotion is an addiction. Huh? To, to be in overactivity all time with our phone, social media, problem, challenge, you become addicted to the stress. Yes. Stress, this is the worst severe addiction that we can develop, the worst. So when we are tuned, when we are guided, we become addicted to the peace. Yes. I have an 18 month old grandson whom I absolutely adore and I spend a lot of time with and I look after him, you know, a couple of days. Uh, I, I was doing it every week for a while and I do it every other week now. Uh, and my daughter is expecting another one, which is wonderful. But I, I just find it incredibly meditative to watch him in his self-discovery in the way that he plays and the mind that he goes into we have a special language between us and you know and we, we have these conversations that are very deep and it doesn't matter that they aren't coherent words because the frequency and the vibration behind the words is we are speaking to our souls we are speaking to our spirits and you know when he gets too obsessed over something or angry or upset over something it's redirect him to something else, right? But we don't do this practice with us as human, as adults. I'm upset, I'm angry, I'm this, I'm that. Well, why don't you just redirect to something that is more calming? No, I'm gonna stay mad. How's that serving you, <laughs> right? Redirect to something else. Go and do something for someone else. It will shift your whole perception and help you then be able to take that breath and get back into center. But I think if we could do acts of kindness for other people when we're in a state of depression or a state of anger, we would actually shift out of anger or depression. Of course, of course. And when we go to see a show like Yoga and Dance, you can have a lot of anger, stress, mm -hmm. fatigue. Boom, the show starts, you say, wow. You yeah. live in paradise. You live in the kingdom of God yeah. because the show reopens your third eyes. Yes. The show reopens your chakra, recirculates the divine uh. energy inside of you. So this is, uh, I am so happy, uh, more than happy, I am so honored to celebrate Yogananda in this musical for him through the hip hop, through the young generation. Yes. When I see the success of the first song, Yogananda Dance, it's not our success. This is the success of Yogananda. Yeah. The success of God that another way is possible. Another way is possible. We cannot keep going on to have stress, anger. Yeah. There is a moment you say, no way. The thing is, it's all time when we are facing the death mm. that we realize. Yeah. I would say, it's when we are facing the death that we become alive. Mm -hmm. Gratitude but is a great way to face the day. Why do we need to be in an extreme situation? Right. Why? Right. We can be immediately quiet. And I hope that our talk show together can inspire all the people who follow you to, to realize that to calm the mind is really the priority of our world. Right. 
everything mm. else is going on around you. It's not going on within you. I was just thinking, you have a partnership with Yolanda. You have an agreement that together you have merged your instruments to continue his teachings, but using you as a vehicle with your gift to express those teachings. I love Yogananda a lot. Mm -hmm. He's a genius. He's a genius of the spirituality. In the film uh, Awake, the beautiful film Awake that you can see about his life, Deepak Chopra says something very profound. Deepak says Yogananda is a prodigy of the spirituality. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. Uh, Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, Beatles, uh, Oprah Winfrey, all the stars were fascinating by Yogananda. Yeah. Because Yogananda is not intellectual. Yogananda yes. is not complicated. I no. love his quote when he says, everything can wait except God. Mm -hmm. My phone can wait. My yes. social media can wait. Yes. Everything that I do can wait except my search of God. Yeah. Except my connection. God cannot wait. Yeah. We must be connected to God every second. Mm -hmm. Sarah, this is what you do with your show. Mm -hmm. Every of your show, it's an invitation with different guests, different mm -hmm. colors, different <laughs> uh, culture, I will yes. say. But your show goes to the same point. To, to the center, to the core of our very beingness. To help us to be reconnected. To yeah. To be reconnected. So your show is a medicine, Sarah. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Now, is this performance going to be filmed? Will we be able to see it as a movie afterwards or is it just one night? Uh, it will be filmed, absolutely. And then will it be on Netflix or do you not I, know yet? Maybe, maybe I don't know yet, but yes, it will be probably on a network. We film uh, with uh, seven camera, amazing mm -hmm. sound engineer. Uh, so there is a big, uh, a big team to film the show. And uh, the show will be uh, in New York next year. And I will perform also the show at Carnegie Hall next year. Yes. Wonderful. But yeah. this year, it's on November 17th. November uh, 17 at mm -hmm. 8 p.m. And it's unique. We create the show at Biltmore Hotel. Biltmore uh, Hotel, yes. This is the, the historical hotel of downtown LA where Yogananda passed away. Oh, really? Ah, so. The place where he made his transition. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. The day of his transition, Yogananda said to his disciple, it's a question of hours. Mm. And he went from Mount Washington to Biltmore Hotel. He gave his, his last talk. And at the end, he slid on the floor down. So it's a big emotion to create the show Mm. exactly at the place where he made his transition and nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. This is the same decor, art deco, the style is magnificent. Biltmore Hotel is a treasure of yes. architecture and they create the Oscar in this hotel in 1930, something like that. Yes. So it's amazing. We will feel a big emotion when we will create this show. Well, he will be most certainly not only there dancing along but probably uh in for all those that are willing to completely open up and receive 
he'll be visiting everyone in the audience. Exactly. It's an amazing uh, moment. And I wanted to offer to you a surprise, Sarah, mm -hmm. for all your followers. I kept the, all the ticketing for the invitation are sold out, but I kept for you two invitations for your followers. Oh. So um, if some of your followers are in LA or want to come to LA to see the show with Michael Beckwith, Sister Jenna, mm. uh, Templeless, Earth, Wind and Fire, Myron McKinley. Oh, I wish I could be there. Yes. <laughs> if you want, they can text, uh, they can contact you and I have kept two invitations at the orchestra. Oh, that is truly a wonderful gift. And yes, I know that I know a number of people in LA that probably jump at that for sure, because uh, that's my, really beautiful. Uh, donations for you, my way to say thank you, Sarah, for all you do. Ah, oh, thank you very much. That is going to be wonderful. And of course, uh, um, I'm going to reach out to a couple of people I know that in, are in LA that would love this. But at the same time, they're going to have to come back on the show afterwards and tell me how it transcended them. That's oh, the condition of the ticket. They've got to come on and share what the experience was. So <laughs> we want to keep that gift, keep on going. And I can't wait to when the movie does come out because I most certainly do want to see it. I'm not in LA. I'm too far away, but I would, uh, I would definitely love to see it. Your music is always so very uh, soul connecting. It is, every time I do listen to it, as I said, my brain can go and do what it wants to do, but my heart and soul and spirit is, is in sync, at one, at peace, very present, and it's just, you know, riding that wave, and it's so relaxing, and but uplifting at the same time, so, and it's very different to what people are used to, because you are really, you can feel you are on that spirit train. You, you know, your voice and, and everything is following the spirit. You're just expressing the spirit and you can feel it when, when you're in song. And, but, you know, when you started sending me these videos of you kind of doing the hip hop and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and this is so cool. This is so different. And, you know, that is, again, uh, the stigma that, you know, if you're going to be meditative or if you you know, going to be godlike that you have to be, ah, 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 you can get into the beat, baby, <laughs> because the rhythm runs throughout of it. So, you know, the, um, I had this wonderful gentleman that wrote um, the Tally series. It's about Africa. He's written it as a novel, but he's from West Africa and he's talking about the West Af African shamanism and sorcery and everything else. And I lived in South Africa for 11 years. And what captured me was the rhythm and the beat of the African people, of the land itself. It was always in rhythm. You could always feel the earth beat in Africa, it was beautiful. And I think if we just got out of our own way, uh, you know, I never finished school. I was considered completely non-academic and I always used to feel apologetic for it. Now I realize what a gift it was to me because I'm this blank canvas in order to receive without any interpretation other than what is given. And just allow yourself to feel what you're meant to feel don't try and analyze it or dictate it. Just be it. You are it. That love, that peace, that solution we're talking about is you being present in your beautiful divine self for all of the answers are there when you need to know them. And we, we can feel what you describe when we calm the mind. Yes. 
The only way to feel God is to stop to think or to talk for nothing. In America, we adore to talk and to talk. But the more we talk, the less we feel. Mm -hmm. So this is so important to, to realize that God talks to us when we calm the mind. Not when we talk about God, but yes. when we stop the infernal machine in the brain. When we experience God through we nature, through God. music, yeah. Through everything, through yes. your talk show, through yes. your show, we need to unplug the brain. Yes, <laughs> feel it, don't think it. The thoughts will come through the feeling. It's not the other way around. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much, my sister. Now, how do people also get hold of you? And where do they buy the tickets? Alors, uh, they, oh, can they can't buy the tickets anymore. They can only get the tickets here if they contact me. But... I put, I, let me put in the chat uh, exactly the website to buy the ticket for the show. Like that, it will be very simple. You have all the, the info about the show. Yeah. I do. And actually, it's Concert Cafe, uh, Product exactly. Spiritual Musical. Exactly. Um, so, so, And I have it on your show page as well. So all people have to do is put in your name, Michelle Pascal, and that is M-I-C-H-E-L, Pascal, P-A-S-C-A-L, in the search engine here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. And all of your shows will come up, but also the, the link to... Uh, Yolanda Dance, and uh, also to you, your site, which is michellepascal.tv. And everyone can contact me on Instagram. I put my address, Michelle Meditates. Yes. And every Twitter. I, I use Instagram and every day I receive a lot of messages, but I take a time to reply to every person. This is also my practice to, to be grateful to everyone. Right. And, uh, you know, I've had Michelle on here a few times, so please go to his show page and just put in Michelle Pascal. All of his shows will be on there. Uh, we talked about daily meditations for stress. We did channeling our meditation. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just it's just every single one of these shows leaves you with something. It leaves you with something that is important that's going to help you realign, center, open up receive and live your life of meditation in in every aspect of your life so always maybe, wonderful to have you here my darling sarah thank you maybe we can finish in a few seconds with a, a mantra that i can sing for you for mm -hmm. everyone it's the the mantra that we have in a monastic life to say may all can i do today all can i think all can i say be full of love. The mantra it's Omani Padme Um. Omani Padme Um, it means that in English. May all I can say, think, talk, be full of love. <clears throat> Omani Padme
Beautiful. Thank, Thank you, Sarah. All my love. To you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. God bless everyone. God Find bless the peace you. within you. The love is always there. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You will see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment.